quick update. Uh, this is Greg Harmon at Deceleration, deceleration.news. Uh, I had a, uh, uh, ran over to, to Woodlawn Lake uh, yesterday. A friend of ours, a local birder and advocate, had texted that the city's war on birds had, had moved over to Woodlawn. Now, some of y'all uh, who are here in San Antonio are familiar. When I say war on birds, uh, you might think uh, Elmendorf Lake. So a couple years ago, um, we started seeing flyering in the neighborhood and the communities uh, that they were preparing to um, dislodge, uh, encourage, push out uh, the uh, cattle egrets there that have, 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 have roosted uh, in Elmendorf Lake, this kind of west side ecological gem, for many decades, at least 40 years, we're thinking there is a major rookery uh, at Elmendorf Lake on the west side. and. Uh, so uh, the the justification being that the Air Force had had some, you know, uh, incidents, uh, collisions or near collisions with cattle egrets. Uh, it turns out that they were they were about one a year. They could clock a, a cattle egret uh, over the Kelly Airfield. Um, compared with other species, uh, it's like a drop in the bucket. And how they link these particular birds back to. Uh, this lake five miles away uh, is there's a tremendous amount of uncertainty there. But um, anyway, so uh, the, uh, the the eviction process here at Deceleration, we started writing about it. Uh, Marisol wrote two long form uh, essays in May or, or the middle kind of, of 2019. Uh, we went out and uh, and uh, well, we we chronicled the eviction. Um, uh, we had an open letter. Uh, to uh, by Kamala Platt to Shirley Gonzalez in September. Their website, the campaign Save Bird Island, SaveBirdIsland.com, uh, went up uh, shortly thereafter. And um, here you'll hear some sounds uh, from uh, from that from that eviction. Cattle egrets uh, predominantly will nest here and raise their young, or have historically. Uh, they, uh, there's a lot of other birds that come along uh, with them and have made this their home. We see a Louisiana night crown heron, this blue heron, this great egrets, uh, snow egrets, cormorants, uh, various ducks. So, you know, in spite of the, the resistance that community did 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 uh, did wage that uh, that this island uh, was was basically just just raised. Um, there's a couple of trees that are still up, and, and essentially it was kind of uh, what would you say uh, sterilized. Um, hundreds of nests uh, were taken out of these trees. Thousands of birds, we think, were displaced. Uh, and so yesterday, I got a call from from uh, Alicia. We've 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 in this time tracked the Parks Department. Working with USDA, um, uh, evicting, harassing, uh, using lasers, pyrotechnics, uh, firecracker type, you know, uh, sounds, um, and 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 louder. Um, not just uh, in Elmendorf, but we caught them in Southtown, uh, San Antonio, on the San Antonio River, uh, working with their lasers and poppers and all of that. Uh, they've been at Brackenridge and now Woodlawn Lake, where uh, I, I sat out with Alicia. Uh, and just kind of caught up with her while we observed uh, several, maybe a dozen or more, uh, uh, pairing uh, Louisiana night crown herons making their nests. One um, uh, mother who's obviously already laid out across her eggs.
Um, so first of all, I guess, tell me what we're looking at right now. These are yellow-crowned night herons. They migrate to San Antonio from as far away as South America. They come here to nest. Is that what's he doing? Yeah, there? he's taking her a twig to build her nest. He's got his uh, feathers. See? Yeah. Feathers. See, but yeah. because they cut a lot of the small branches, it's hard for them to make a nest. Okay. So they're doing so the best they can. They come from uh, they can South come America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're considered endangered in New Jersey. They go all the way up there to yeah. nest. Yeah. Uh, the oldest one, uh, according to All About Birds, was six years and three months. Mm -hmm. So they don't have a long lifespan, if that's true. Yeah. Um, and so there's a sign across the park well, uh, that says the, the city is going to be, you know, uh, well, we know pyrotechnics, uh, uh, light and sound devices to try to drive. Who, who are they targeting? Cattle egrets is what the sign says. It says cattle egrets are roost at Woodlawn Lake Park and Elmendorf Lake Park are a threat to aircraft. Threat to aircraft. Right. Okay. There are no aircraft coming over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see, and the night herons don't go anywhere during the day. They just sit. He, they sit here, and then at night they go feed, and that's all they do. They don't go anywhere. Well, They're yeah, I was gonna say I, uh, I I ran over here when 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 you told me about the sign uh, because uh, I guess it's been a couple years maybe that one of these signs first went up in San Antonio that I'm aware of, and that was at Elmendorf Lake, uh, where they had targeted cattle egrets. Uh, the the city had a story around that, but. Um, I wonder if you could kind of like describe that process and, and if it's possible in that case, I mean, it was one of the largest rookeries in San Antonio, totally destroyed um, and uh, ostensibly because of the cattle egrets and but, you know, everything left. Right. I mean, right. Well, what they did is they observed cattle egrets or flocks of cattle egrets flying over the, the base of Kelly Field, the flight line. Mm -hmm. Twice a day, morning and noon, obviously when they're feeding. Mm -hmm. So they figured that they go to Elmendorf, so get rid of the birds that way. They did uh, provide the public with a misrepresentation of facts. Mm -hmm. They told the public there were 50 bird strikes a year. And then the Shirley Gonzalez councilwoman said there were 100 bird strikes in 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, the facts from JBSA that there were eight bird strikes from 2010 to 2017. You're talking about Joint Base San Antonio that oversees all the right. operations. and Correct. Uh, yeah. Sorry, JBSA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there were only actually eight bird strikes from 2010 to 2017. Now is that uh, total or is that with cattle That was cattle total. Egrets? Cattle egrets. Okay, all cattle egrets. Cattle egrets. Okay, That's all strikes. there was. And so, but they misrepresented the facts and they told the public there were 50 bird strikes a year. Well, yeah. guess what? Those were other species. Yeah. And then they said there were 100 bird strikes at the International Airport. Mm -hmm. Those were other species because yeah. the only cattle egret bird strike at the San Antonio International Airport was in on 4-13-2017. Mm. That's the only one they've had. The only cattle egret. Yes. Because I, I looked, so I looked at that time when they, they started. So what they'll, they'll do, they, they ended up, they came out and they would use first, I mean, they were using clapper sticks. They had... Uh, young service members from the base come out and they were teaching them to use these clapper sticks uh, to disrupt the birds when they were t trying to nest at night. They were using, uh, eventually used laser pointers, you know, fireworks, uh, kind of flashbang type stuff. Um, and, uh, and so I started looking at some of the numbers like you're describing, you know, that the, you know, the, I mean, the San Antonio International Airport, thousands of birds 
you know, a year. I mean, this is mostly is like vultures and you know. They're doves and yeah. meadowlarks, uh, other species. Not the not the egrets or herons. Yeah. Um, the pyrotechnic explosives are considered an explosive um, by or explosives by the DOT. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's 1.4 s. The noise level is 130 decibels, which. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you say it exceeds the city San own San Antonio noise ordinance of mm-hmm. I think it's 85 decibels or something mm-hmm. so you're talking about 130 decibels that these people are going to be traumatized with and the wildlife mm-hmm. and it doesn't in just just include birds because obviously dogs cats yeah. you know everyone's going to be Im- affected by the noise mm-hmm. but being a bird city Texas now why are we messing with birds and two yeah. they're night herons and they don't go anywhere yeah, yeah. these they're are gorgeous here. birds by the way i mean these are nesting. they have these uh bright like white or yellow plumes that come like it's like a i mean i mean there's a history of these fancy fancy plumes right where 100 years ago they were packing them in barrels you know oh, by yeah, the ton right birds this was plumes. a fancy fancy dress stuff but um they're gorgeous gorgeous birds and the I'm thinking back just over the narrative here so that, you know, the city begins this or, you know, blesses this operation uh, to uh, dislodge, to drive out the ostensibly, you know, these, these, these herons. Um, cattle egrets. Or sorry, cattle egrets. Yeah. And, and essentially, you know, raise an island, you know, one of the most, an ecological gem, I would say, of the west side of San Antonio. Um, but a they didn't leave it there, right? The, that, that season came to an end. The birds were gone. The island was clear-cut, uh, almost sterilized. Uh, and then and then all of a sudden, these same people from, was it uh, Fish and Wildlife or... USDA. Uh, USDA? USDA Wildlife Services. Wildlife Services. Uh, they show up in south town of San Antonio by the Blue Star, mm-hmm. and they're pointing their lasers at the birds and the trees in south town. They, they come over to Woodlawn Lake. They... Brackenridge Park. Uh, what's the? How do you understand what's? I mean, this is like a war on birds in San Antonio. Somebody in parks doesn't like the egrets. I heard in 2018, uh, some of the girls that worked in the office said their boss said they had an egret problem. So it's obviously an effort to get rid of birds. Oh, according to Bill Pinnell, which is from Parks, is to re- get them away from all their amenities. Uh-huh. Realistically, amenities the, being places that people any park, like to go. Yeah, okay. I mean it's okay. any park. And birds like to go too. Birds go to the park. <laughs> uh-huh. People go to the park to see birds. Yeah. You know, I had there's photographers that come. One guy comes from okay, the know. East Coast yeah. to take pictures of the egrets when they nest. Yeah. Look at that. I'm gonna have to shoot some video of that. Yeah. So so you should. Uh, there are families on the other side of this pond from us, uh, right at the Josephine Tobin Drive sign as you come in on Cincinnati, and they're just throwing out gobs of uh, bread, which, you know, it's not the best, bad for the birds, <laughs> but loving the heck out of all of these little, uh, what are these, uh, p- uh, pin, pin, uh, those are shovelers, northern shovelers that okay. have migrated here for the winter, they'll uh-huh. be leaving soon, and then yeah. you got your mallards. Oh, those are those are the mallards. Okay. The mallards are the big ones. Yeah. What are the There's little ones? There's a couple gadwalls. The shovelers are the yeah. dark and the, the dark, brown yeah. ones. Yeah. And then there's some whistling ducks, which are regular yeah. ducks. And then and then above us, how many of these night crown heron uh, have you counted? There's 30 birds. They only have 13 nests. Yeah. The one has sitting on eggs for three days. There's also a red-shouldered hawk, which is protected yeah. by the state of Texas, has a nest. Yeah. So realistically, they shouldn't be disturbing these birds at all, of course, yeah. into parks and wildlife. But we know 
park, parks and rec is sometimes or a lot of times not um, how do you say regulations may be sometimes overlooked uh, 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 we know that from the spray they use yeah. the spray for yeah like, that's four months I think that's important I mean you know some of this stuff is going to be on the deceleration site from some you know years back and, and we've written a bit about it and maybe we can link out and again but uh, for folks who are hearing this for the first time and aren't familiar with San Antonio at all um, you know gosh we first met you it's been a few years and it was because of spray chemical spray being used in Brackenridge Park before the, the the war on the rookery or the you know the the great eviction of you know these hundreds of birds at Elmendorf uh, but that you you kind of were, were letting people know raising raising an alarm over this chemical spray they were using in Brackenridge Park um, can you describe that a little bit and how that conversation uh, advanced they had two sprayers set up in the park which fogged every three minutes around the clock so there was a fog around Brackenridge Park for four months in 2018 the parks um, thought it was okay to spray people without their knowledge because the public was never notified or, or aware or gave permission to be sprayed with anything so after just researching it found out that the spray was EPA registered pesticide which was not to be used near people, not to have contact with good, you. Though. No, it's, it's supposed to smell like <laughs> grapes, but it's actually a chemically, it's made a chemically right. compound, whatever. It's supposed to make you feel sick <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's not supposed to have contact with your skin. You're not mm. supposed to inhale it. Uh, can cause, uh, I had burns to my eyes, chemical burns to my eyes. Um, my esophagus started to close because you can have an allergic reaction to it. But they used it for four months in Brackenridge the first uh, fur cause inspection by the u.s department of agriculture found them out of compliance they didn't even have a a um, license applicator using it it was somebody who, who was responsible for it again is this the parks department yes okay. and so then they were shut off and then they had or hired orkin the orkin man to do it but i don't think he knew that he, they got in trouble so uh -huh. he was found uh he received a notice of violation for improper use of a pesticide mm -hmm. uh that was mainly because of the endangered species in the park nearby mm -hmm. i mean in the zoo next door yeah. but um eventually the city did get a notice of violation for improper use of a pesticide and that was done there. Uh, but then they were spraying at Elmendorf next. Yeah. So at Brackenridge, was so was this also cattle egrets? It was cattle egrets, uh, snowy egrets, little blue herons, tricolored herons, great egrets. But we don't know who they were targeting at this point, do we? No, they were just trying to get rid of the birds. I don't the, think they okay. cared uh, yeah. that four species that nest there are yeah. species of greatest conservation need. And the state of Texas receives federal funds to yeah. protect the birds from becoming and threatened all of those or endangered. Were nesting they were all day. nesting yeah. at Brackenridge. Mm -hmm. So the birds nested through the spray. Mm -hmm. I observed through the spray and I had a female photographer that had lost her voice and mm -hmm. had upper respiratory infection. But, you know, she didn't report it um, where something could have been done. But it, we went through all that yeah. and they finally did yeah. away with it after their third fourth violation i gotta i gotta say when when we went over so marisol and i went over there a couple of times and i think the, maybe even the very first time we were shooting video you so we're on the edge of the uh we're along the river up in the headwaters area and we're we're between the the zoo kind of on the edge of the park and there's a really old playground 
up there that's like cement, these cement oh, humps. The, that's the old um, ba- bathhouse. The old bathhouse. It was converted to a children's playscape and they yeah. were spraying off the roof of that. Yeah, so we walked over and, and it was sealed, you know, it had a, like a tape over it. You're not supposed to go in here. But there were families uh, with their kids and they're climbing all over it and the spray was being, uh, dis- you know, uh, the, the, the unit was up there on top of the playground, basically. Yeah, I have yeah. video of that. I took yeah. video and pictures of families yeah. playing and walking by there. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, it, the, the fact that there was kind of an inconsideration of the public safety and, and that aspect. I mean, you wanted to say you got to get rid of birds because they poop. Well, all right. wildlife poops. Mm-hmm. Dog feces has uh, bacteria, I think two million mm-hmm. bacteria and mm-hmm. one gram of dog poop, uh, mm-hmm. ducks poop, I mean, people have that, E. coli, so That was one of the, the stated, uh, so, I mean, what you're describing, it sounds like when, when they were selling this, the, the Elmendorf eviction to the public, they would talk about, you know, the, the airfield and collisions, and they would talk about, oh, it's a public health hazard having the birds here. That was one of their arguments, right? Right. Yeah. Um, well, they, they, they put in there something about the water quality, but according to San Antonio River Authority, mm-hmm. uh, the email we had on Afoya was that the water quality was actually pretty good. Yeah. And at Brackenridge, it, it, the bacteria does come a little, raise a little dirt mm-hmm. while they're nesting, but then it goes down because yeah. uh, nature takes care of itself. Yeah. Well, we yeah. went out there years ago when I was doing the Master Naturalist program there was a, a couple at the school. So at, uh, Elmendorf Lake, for those who aren't from here familiar, is at the university uh, at um, Lady of the Lake University, and uh, they were doing classes there. They had local uh, biology teacher, I think, from the from the school, where they were doing water sampling and showing us everything that was living in the water. I mean, it was a it was a testing lab, you know, and and a and a and a and a, and a wild and, and healthy one by all appearances. Yeah, the the turtles feed off their the droppings they they actually eat if their chicks fall in the water that that's food for the turtles mm-hmm. and, and the fish uh, everything contributes to the ecosystem each each creature contributes to the sur- they provide their service mm-hmm. so to say that these birds are bad for the environment no nature takes care of itself it regulates mm-hmm. the floodwaters come everything washes away the seasons changed. Not all the birds make it through migration. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably had about a hundred dead cattle eaters when the freeze in the oh. Windcrest this year. Yeah, they, I just heard about yeah. that. So that was a group that stayed over for the winter. Yeah. So that took care. Sorry to mm-hmm. say badly, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. took care of that problem. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what we're going to have this year. But I do know that the four species that the state gets federal funding on contributed or helped the state get millions of dollars it was 51 million something to keep those birds from becoming threatened or endangered and Mm -hmm. somebody needs to start taking account of why are we allowing the city the usda to mess with these species if we're getting money to keep them protected you know from becoming threatened or endangered well it's interesting the other thing that kind of like crosses my mind i think we were emailing at the time but you know, with the city's climate action plan that, that I worked on um, and helped get a little blurb, you know, in there on biodiversity. When they rolled that plan out earlier, uh, I guess, was it late last year? Um, maybe it was early this year. I have to go back and check. But but they were a big, you know, a big trumpet that they were sounding was, you know, healthy city, biodiversity, you know, um, all of these, these values. But 
but th this hasn't stopped. I'm just wondering how how when you call regulators, when you call people with the the city council members, what if what kind of response are you getting? Well, I sent an email to the Office of Sustainability, and I asked. So sustainability involves protecting our what we have, right? Our trees, but the city's going around cutting all the trees down and and limbs and everything and guess what those trees give us oxygen mm -hmm. um their action plan also talked about conservation so if we have species that are needing conservation they're listed by the state mandated mm -hmm. by congress mm -hmm. for conservation efforts mm -hmm. why are we not looking at that and 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 doing something why is this allowed to go on mm -hmm. cattle eagers are the majority of the birds but we don't know what we'll have each year because these birds die off during mm -hmm. migration so so what do they tell you if you call the sustainability officer they never responded the last okay. i heard was bill pinnell said he mm -hmm. had got the email that i sent them and he mm -hmm. was going to give me an answer but of course he mm -hmm. hasn't answered because you can't argue with the fact that Congress mm -hmm. mandated we receive funds to protect the species from becoming threatened or endangered. Yeah. And we took, got that money. 2019 was $51 million, yeah. whatever changed. Mm -hmm. And they're not doing anything to do mm -hmm. to change that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, was that a one-time payment? Or it was every that? year. from It was like 10 years. And okay. it's up for renewal in 2024. Okay. So I can guarantee you right. with the way the COVID affected stuff, if we're mm -hmm. going to get any grant money, if it's yeah. available, I'm sure Biden will help with that, some of that. Okay. Yeah. Then we need to be put... Uh, lobbying to get yeah. that funds for the state because yeah. they don't just use it I'm sure for these species mm -hmm. you know it helps the state overall mm -hmm. so if we're going to help all our species that are species of greatest conservation need to get fun you know through funding by congress then we need to start showing that we're going to take some action and stop this insanity because I sit and watch them and they're, they're trying to make their nests and all it is is to have a future. Yeah. You know, my my granddaughter's gonna be two. Mm -hmm. I would like her to see these 20 years from now, but if they only live six years and each year we destroy all their nests, mm -hmm. then how many are we gonna have 20 years from now? Mm -hmm. I would say that the, our motto or new slogan should be every nest counts because yeah. some of these species might not be around 20 years from now if Ooh, we don't do anything. Gorgeous. If we don't do anything to to make a change, yeah. At Brackenridge, the little blue herons are a species of decline. Mm -hmm. They're on the red list of species of decline, meaning their populations. If we don't do anything, we're not going to have little blue herons. So same thing. When are we going to do something? You know, and stop this. These birds don't fly. The mm -hmm. night herons don't go anywhere. When the snowy herons are nesting at Brackenridge, they don't fly out. The cattle yeah. eagers are the only ones that go to the fields and mm -hmm. come back. I wonder, I mean, if if we weren't, maybe sounds like based upon what you're saying and what I'm feeling, these the signs, the, the, the labor, the, 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 the uh, staff hours, the resources that are thrown at driving these, seems like they're chasing them from one park to another park to another park. And instead, that, that money could be used. You could have signs up all around this pond out on the lake explaining, hey, this is what that bird is. This is that what, you know, that's what this sound is, or that's what the smell is, or that's how, a, you know, an ecosystem works. Well, part of the Bird City Texas program is that you educate the public mm -hmm. on your wildlife, your mm -hmm. bird species, right? So 
Brackenridge is the perfect opportunity to talk about those species needing conservation. Mm -hmm. You put up signs, you have volunteers out there, master mm -hmm. naturalists have to volunteer. Mm -hmm. You have them out there helping if you, there's carcasses, pick them up the carcasses. But talk to people, this is what's going on, This is and this is why we have to take care of you, and this is why we're watching and helping to you know, make conservation mm -hmm. efforts because one, we're gonna have that federal funding that mm -hmm. will help the state. Mm -hmm. Two, you're gonna help the species, you know? So there, we have them 20, 30 mm -hmm. years from now. Mm -hmm. Kids that are small now, I mean, they're gonna be asking later on if we don't stop the yeah. craziness. Yeah. Well, well, it's a night heron. Yeah. Well, you know, those were the birds we had back then, but city mm -hmm. San Antonio kept messing with them because mm -hmm. they were after cattle egrets, which aren't night herons. And I think there's 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 a couple of ideas that come to mind. One is like we think in terms of you know, a, you know, taking care of the, the the climate or things like that. It's just about you know, um, you know, greenhouse gases or this and that or, you know, the planet needs you know uh, a, a rich matrix of life. You know, all the entire web of life needs to be you know taught and, and strong um, for for to. to to support us, you know, I mean, for much less, you know, like the, you know, everything else that's going on here. But uh, I think in a city, it's easy to say, uh, oh, we can just, you know, excavate over here and dump it over there. You get a kind of a mindset where uh, it, it's not quite, I guess you'd say holistic. And, 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 and I'm wondering just to kind of close out like your own, uh, I don't know if you have any like part, you know, uh, closing thoughts and Kind of like what drew you to birds to begin with and, and and how you're feeling about your work today as a photographer as a as an advocate according to dr daniel cox of the university of exeter birds nature in general are therapeutic they bring us happiness they make cities happier healthier places to live so why not take care of what we have that God gave us uh, to take care of. Why not let people enjoy and tell them why we're doing it. Rockport, Texas has signs everywhere. These are our nesting birds. Don't disturb them. It's just this, that, that thing with San Antonio is they've never tried to educate the public. Mm -hmm. This is what's going on. There might be droppings, but they're temporary. They're going to mm -hmm. be gone after a while, and this is the reason. Mm -hmm. And our state benefits from these birds, believe it or not, yeah. from federal funding, $51 yeah. million. Dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, and then not only that, but we have a part in, in having a future for these birds, these and, and many other species. Yeah, there's but, a quick, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, even yeah, just like, who it. has the right? Is it, you know, the, the power, you know, might make right? I mean, if we can do it, does that give us the right to do it? And I'd say, you know, these are, these are neighbors, these are friends, these are family as well. And, um, yeah, I can't even tell you, like, like, how emotional it was to watch just, just them tear apart, you know, an entire island of thousands of, of, of birds and, you know, where are they going? What, what you know, what comes next? And, well, the um, city had no plan on where they were going, so yeah. we don't know what if that was part of the group, you know, that ended up at Barkenridge. Yeah. You know, maybe, who knows? Or but the thing yeah. is, they need to have a place. If we're a bird city friendly mm -hmm. place, then yeah. they need to have a... You can't chase them out of every park and think that's a reasonable thing yeah. to do. Yeah. You yeah. know, families come to the park to enjoy nature. Bird watchers, forty-one mm -hmm. billion dollars a year. Mm -hmm. Bird they spend yeah. on trips yeah. and related expenses. Mm -hmm. 
our tourism is down. So if we're going to be bird city, then you need to start taking hey, care yeah, of the birds. Yeah, you can socially distance. You yeah. can uh, wear a mask and you can <laughs> hang out with the birds. Yeah, or... I mean, and look at that. Yeah. I mean, that's just something that's that... gorgeous. There it goes. He's going to get some more uh, nesting material. Uh -huh. Well, I'm going to turn this off and turn my uh, yeah. camera on these guys and try to shoot a little video. Yeah. Yeah, thank it, you it very much. <laughs> Thanks for being here. It makes me sad, though, you know, because I'm like, I see them struggling to build the nest, and it's like they came thousands of miles only for the city to destroy their nests. Yeah. You know, just because they're assholes, and they, they don't like egrets. Well, guess what? These aren't egrets. <laughs> yeah. 